Hello everyone, I'm Sydney. And I'm Elle. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Poolside Confessions. Confessions. Today we have on a very special guest, Leah, and we'll be talking all things mental health and self-care. Enjoy! What are your favorites this week? Um, okay, so my favorites of the week is, this is, sounds so basic, but this time of the year I love wearing fuzzy socks, so fuzzy socks are one of them. That's a good one. Um, I'm loving Nessa Barrett's new album super good been listening to that all the time in the car love her and i've been listening to a lot of podcasts and my favorite one is girls on the go so i've been listening to girls on the go i would agree i also love bffs just because it's so dramatic but (laughs) yes i love bffs too um i have like four favorites right now because i thought about them ahead of time you're welcome oh awesome so I have a favorite app. It's Pinterest because I will literally scroll on it for hours. Yep. It's kind of a problem, but I love it. Um, Another thing, time of the year, it's getting chilly in Arizona. It's going to be 62 tomorrow for the high. So flannels are like my go-to. Yes, yes. And then I finally went to the gym and I got a new pre-workout. It's the Bucked Up brand and I love it. Wait, whose brand is that? Bucked up. Wait, I know, but isn't it like an influencer? No, I don't think so. Oh, I'm thinking of um either Jake or Logan Paul. They have one. And oh, then all the boys have one. But yeah, I don't know what brand that is. And then I also am just obsessed with my therapist. She's my favorite. Love. We and love it goes that. With and it goes with this, theme. Yeah, it goes with the spot. So it is working out. So yeah. cool. Leah, do you have your favorites of the week? Yes, I also prepared for this because Cindy told me. So um, one of my favorites right now is the new Taylor Swift album. I have been listening to that literally on repeat. Okay. Um, Are you going to see her on tour? Yes. That's also another thing I was going to say is her announcement of the Eras tour. And I literally was waiting for like five hours in line to register to be like a verified fan to get tickets. It was a whole thing. So. Yeah, did that. So been listening to her new album a lot. Um, and then another favorite I have, I just started re- rewatching um, Gossip Girl. So <laughs> yeah, right now. Gosh, yes. Gossip Girl has been like all over my TikTok lately. I know. I think a lot of people are rewatching it. I was just talking to Kaylee, my best friend, and she was like, we should start rewatching it together. And I was like, I'm down, totally down. I so. love Gossip Girl. And then my last favorite that I have right now is Christmas decor. I know it's super early, but I went to TJ Maxx today, got a bunch of decor and I'm getting in the spirit for that. So that is what my favorites are right now. I love that. So we're going to jump into our confessions of the week. And we did them a little differently. We wanted to give people a chance to kind of share their mental health story. So I want to start off by reading the first one that I got. These are all anonymous. If you want to send us them, feel free. You can DM it to us. We will share it next week. But the first one says that I've always struggled with depression and anxiety, and I grew up feeling very invalidated by my family and friends. During high school, I became very passionate and open about being open about the struggle yeah I think that's a really good time to actually like become passionate about it Mm -hmm. because that's like your route into adulthood yeah and I feel like when you hit college you start like taking on like 
mental health I mean you do in high school but like you start like actually realizing you kind of branch into your own person a lot of times you're moving far away from home so that struggle gets a lot harder yeah I agree and for some people it gets easier because they're leaving a toxic situation but I love that yeah I feel like that's I can relate to that too do you want to read this one Yes. So this one says, mental health is honestly complicated. I feel everything and nothing all at the same time. I have my ups, which I feel like are constantly overshadowed by the downs. Everything about me and what I do is affected by it. I just need some tranquility in my life. I've just been exhausted of everything. Honestly, I feel that the amount of times that I've told you that I'm just like exhausted, like mentally and physically drained. So I totally get that. Yeah. And I feel like we all go through stages where we feel that, like, we don't feel anything, and we're just, like, numb, so. And I think this time of year is hard, too. We talked Mm -hmm. about this in our relationships pod. It's a very lonely time for a lot of people. Yeah. Especially when it gets, like, darker earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. And then we got a bunch of questions, but I really just want (laughs) to ask everyone on the pod right now just one and it says, are you an introvert or an extrovert? Leah, what do you consider yourself? Um, sorry if you hear something in the background right now. Bugs is chewing on his bone. Um, Bugs. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would consider myself an extrovert. I definitely used to be a lot more introverted, but I'm not like afraid to like start a conversation with like some stranger at the store or something like that. So I definitely consider myself an extrovert. I feel like I'm the exact same way. I used to be very to myself and now I like talk to everyone. I'm very talkative. And I think like owning a business and kind of moving place to place and growing up, I've gotten more confident about that. So I feel like I'm an extrovert too. I can be an introvert at times, but most of the time I'm an extrovert. I think mine's like the complete opposite. (laughs) I was such an extrovert, like growing up even into like college and then I really just became very introverted. And I think part of it is because I have to force myself to be extroverted for my job. I'm meeting new people constantly and like Mm -hmm. having to put on like this brave face all the time. So I think that's really made me become an introvert and just like with trust issues and everything, Mm -hmm. want to go out of my way to talk to people. (laughs) I know. Yeah, that can be hard. Cool. And if you guys ever have any DMs that don't fit in the box or like are too long, um, just feel free to DM us and we can read them off. Yeah. Did your friend ever send her story? No. No. Okay. Well, maybe when she texts back, we can share. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Okay. Let's get into the pod. Leah, do you want to introduce yourself? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, So I am Leah. I met Sydney our freshman year of college. We met on Facebook, but then we ended up living in the same dorm. And then we met and we became best friends all through college. Um, Right now, I am working at a spa, just front desk, not in school or anything, but we'll see what happens with that but I don't really do a whole lot just I'm kind of boring but it's okay I'm boring yeah too. <laughs> we're both I don't really do much <laughs> I don't know I feel like as you grow up too you kind of just like stop being like going out all the time and like being around okay. people and you kind of want time to yourself so that actually led right into our first topic which is we want to go over like how it feels to not know your plans for the future. Um, 
I feel like this is a hard one because there is so much pressure on you literally from the time you can talk what do you want to be when you grow up what are your plans where are you going to go to college Mm -hmm. and I think that puts so much pressure on us as kids that like we just have it embedded in our brain that we have to do this one thing that we picked when we were five years old exactly and then when you get into college you start taking these classes it's like I have no idea what I want to do I know and I always felt the pressure when um I was in high school and I was a senior and everyone's like oh what do you want to do like what is your major where are you going to major in in college and it's just like I'm not sure (laughs) like you finally hit a point and you're like oh my god I'm like actually like growing up and I'm not a kid anymore because we're so used to like going to point a point b and like getting told what to do and now we're just kind of like wow we're on our own now my problem was that I knew what I wanted to do and I still want to do that Mm -hmm. but I just mentally couldn't handle it yeah it was exhausting and awful and I hated college (laughs) I know Leah how you can jump into um what do you feel about that I know you've been Uh, texting me lately about that yeah um I definitely agree like that by the time like when we're super young um we get it's forced on us like what do you want to be when you grow up and it's good to like have a plan but also at the same time like life like things happen so unexpectedly and we have to be like prepared for that and like for me I still don't know what I want to do like I'm 22 and I have no idea so like it's it's tough when we're like little and like it's forced on us as we grow up the whole entire time. And it's almost like we don't want to like disappoint people by like changing what we want to do. Exactly. And I feel like everyone has like such high expectations for you. And it's just like, yeah, just like do what I want and not have anyone like judge me for it. I feel like that's a big thing too. Like when I first started my store, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get so much judgment for this. Like I'm doing something different and taking like a road less travel that a lot of people I know don't do. And honestly, I just said, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> I'm a ball. I'm going to do it anyways. So yeah. So that's totally what I said it. when I dropped out of school. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I feel like these days too, people expect you to go to college and like learn everything and know what you want to do. And it's just like, sometimes after college, you still don't know. Like, I mean, sometimes I second guess myself, like, wow, is this like really what I want to do? Am I like wasting my time? And I'm in a master's program and I'm still like unsure so no I totally understand that I feel like it gets harder as you grow up I feel like um like not knowing what your passions are like that makes it really hard Mm -hmm. to be in a good place mentally physically um academically like when you don't know what you're passionate about that makes everything feel like it's going to be impossible yeah so much harder because people don't realize their passions can change and you have to kind of push yourself to discover those yeah a hundred percent like for me my passions are always changing I feel like and I need to be like okay with that like it's okay to be passionate about multiple things like Sydney, like you are working at a hospital, but you're also like running your own business. Like it's okay to do two different things. And like, we have to get out of our head that like people like won't accept us for it. Like who cares? You know, like it's our life. Like we can do whatever we want. Exactly. And I 
Go ahead. Okay. I feel like you might think that something is your passion and then you start doing it and you're like, actually, I hate this. Like, it's not for me at all. And what she's referring to is my job. Yeah. (laughs) Because (laughs) I started a job and I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I loved working in a children's hospital in the past. And like, that was like a whole different side of the hospital. And now that I'm in like the psych unit I'm like wow this is definitely not what I want to do at all and now I'm like shoot I probably like shouldn't quit because I like just started and maybe it will get better but at the same time I'm just like I know this is not for me this is not what I want to do so you're gonna have those moments when you start something you're like this is nothing that I expected but I mean it's up to you and if you don't like something like you obviously don't have to do it but I'm just trying to push through it because I need to do this for my master's program basically and it looks good on resume but like at the same time if you're uncomfortable with something you do not have to do it I'm just forcing myself to stick with it well and I think it's okay too to find out after the fact that you're not passionate about something Mm -hmm. because like you're never gonna know until you try it yeah and especially like going into it they would like tell me things and I'm like oh okay like kids with behaviors and then when you actually see it firsthand it's like a whole three eight like 360 like it's just like this is all new to me I don't know I (laughs) it freaks me out (laughs) but I mean someone can tell you a story all day about how bad something is but you have to experience experience it it, you won't get it yeah exactly but anyways I just realized that you know the psych unit is just not for me mentally and (laughs) Um, to be a therapist, I mean, you have to deal with behaviors, but at the same time, it won't be like this. So I just got to keep telling myself to just stick with it, stick through it for now, and it will get better. But definitely, but also you need to prioritize your own mental health. Yeah, and you're I not can gonna tell. Be able to help these people exactly. if you're not in a good space mentally. Exactly. Yes, you cannot pour from an empty cup. That is one of my favorite sayings. Like you yeah. have to take care of yourself. I love that saying. I do too, honestly. Yeah. Perfect. Well, yeah, it's just complicated as it is. Leah, do you want to tell us a little bit about your mental health journey and why you're kind of passionate about that? Yes, I would love to. So I am very open about like my struggles with mental health and all through college, like if I could like if I had the chance, I would talk about mental health. Like I would do it for like research projects, like semester long projects. I would do it for presentations. Like I loved talking about mental health and I still do just because like, I feel like it's so important to talk about it. Cause we all struggle. We all have our days and like, it's okay not to be okay sometimes. And we have to remind ourselves that. But for me, like I found out or was diagnosed with like anxiety my freshman year of college and it was really rough for me like at that time and I was put on medication and it helped so much and like that's another thing it's there's so much stigma around like being on medication for it and just stuff like that and I wanted to um like minimize that stigma and I just want to like get the word out there and like our mental health matters and we need to take care of ourselves we can't burn ourselves out and um we just need to like be kind to everyone. That's my biggest thing. We all are going through our own struggles and we have to not be so judgmental of other people right away because everyone is going through their own things. 
Yeah, I 100% agree. I think that it is so hard, especially like getting that diagnosis, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. putting a label on how you feel is really scary because everyone's um, experience is so different. Yes. And I just, yeah, like when I got my diagnosis, I was like floored not because I didn't know what I was struggling with, but because like having an answer and having like the option of being medicated now, it was like, I've waited my whole life for that. And now it's like actually happening. I wasn't sure how it was gonna work for me. Yeah. Another thing, so like when I, I got diagnosed with anxiety when I was um, a senior in high school. Sorry, guys, my voice is cracking. Um, (laughs) Anyways, I think it was just because I was, like, stressed with, like, family um, problems going on kind of at the time and leaving for college because I was really scared to leave for college. But now, like, I love that I went out of state for college because I met so many amazing people like Leah. Um, (laughs) But I was just so anxious all the time, and it got to the point where – I like I don't know about you guys but I pick my nails a lot like Mm -hmm. I had no nails (laughs) my freshman year oh my gosh it was so bad and same with like I would have panic attacks in my room and stuff and like like you said with the stigma I 100% agree I think people are just like so anti-meds these days and working in the psych unit I'm like to see a difference with a kid that has like mental health issues and never been on medication being put on medication it's like a game changer and I think people just need to realize that it's not an issue. And yeah, like it was created to help. It wasn't created yeah. to like not help us, you know? Yeah, no, yeah. 100%. I honestly like, so I was diagnosed this year, but I had been in therapy since probably like third grade. Mm-hmm. My parents put me in because that's like what they wanted me to do. And I did not want to go at first. And so growing up, I knew that that was probably something that would help me, but I didn't want to go because it was what my parents had wanted me to do. And so that made it really hard. Um, But yeah, so this year I've gotten all of my diagnoses, diagnoses, I don't know what the plural is, (laughs) but um, it honestly has been really helpful because now I know what to talk about in therapy and what tools to use and just like seeing how I can kind of bring myself out of like the slump from depression or the panic attacks or they kind of really I get panic attacks for my PTSD which prohibits me from like driving sometimes Mm -hmm. because that's something I have to do in my day-to-day life but I wasn't able to like overcome that until I was medicated Mm-hmm. And just seeing so many people, even in my own life, who are anti-medication terrifies me. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, if you would get on what I'm on, you'd be fine. Exactly. <laughs> Which is an awful thing to think, but. Yeah. And I mean, like, different medications work for different people. Like, like mm-hmm. you said, um, you said, what were you on? Um, I take Zoloft right Zoloft. now and okay. Bucepron. Gotcha. Well, I'm on Lexapro. And so I know that, like, there's different things that fit different people so definitely like talking to your doctor and everything but 
I don't know. And I'm really proud of like how far people have come with mental health because I feel like it was a thing nobody ever talked about. And now you see it like, you know, like on like crewnecks and I'm, I mean, I know my store, I'm trying to like promote it, but um, I just seen like a bunch of different things on Instagram, even like Instagram stories and posts. I feel like it's starting to become a thing, which I'm so glad it is because it's much needed, but I don't know. I just love how far that people have been going with mental health. And I feel like therapy is a thing now. And it used to be a thing nobody talked about. And now a lot of people are open about it, which is great because I know I've seen a therapist in college a few times and um, even in high school. And it just like really helped me. I love therapy. I literally said it's one of my favorites. And I'm glad it's online now too. So it's like, easy for people to access especially during COVID I would meet with my therapist over Zoom and so that's what I do right now and honestly it's so nice to just be able to like be in therapy in my bed yes it makes it feel safer yeah safe space I just feel like there's so much like education now like in the world like of mental health and everything and that helps a lot especially like when people like come together like I think it's so like enlightening when people come together and are like we're so similar. Like we have like these same symptoms or whatever you want to call it, um, of like these mental health struggles. And I feel like it's something that bonds people with one another, like sharing those struggles and like being able to relate to one another on those levels. Like it just like you get super deep connections with other people that way. And I, I love that. I love that. Like we're able to talk about it. Yeah. And I love listening to podcasts too, where people are open about it. So I'm really, I was really excited that um, we were talking about this on the pod. Yes. Okay. What's another thing we were going to talk about? Um, do you have any like self-care favorites, Leah? Like how you kind of help yourself when you're in like the down parts of your journey? Yeah. So it's definitely been like a struggle with me, like trying to take care of myself because all I want to do is lay in bed and not do anything. And then I feel like so unmotivated and like not, not productive. So I like have to get myself out of a funk. And I honestly, I know it sounds horrible, but like retail therapy, it helps me so much. Like just going and buying things. I don't know. That helps me so much. Um, also like just doing like my, um, skincare and just relaxing. Like I don't have to be doing much, but I just need to like sit with myself sometimes, you know? Yeah. Agreed. Um, some of the self-care stuff I use is I, this is weird because I hate taking baths, but I also like, that's like my go-to. I'll just relax in a bath with some like Epsom salts, whatever. Mm -hmm. But then I feel dirty, so I have to take a shower afterwards. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Yeah. I love to just, like, go get coffee and journal. I love to write. That's definitely the way I kind of, like, channel my emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I said, therapy is a big one for me. Mm-hmm. It has honestly changed my life. And listening to music. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much all the basics. But like Leah said, online shopping oh yeah oh yeah I about that too I always online shop 
I even online shop when I'm happy. Like, yes, yeah, no matter what, I'm just always shopping. It's a serotonin boost. It is. Um. Okay. So some things I do are like the basics, like face mask. Um, like you said, a bath with like bath bombs and um salts and stuff. I'm gonna do that tonight because I work tomorrow and mm-hmm. that sounds really nice. So I'm gonna do that tonight. Um, I also journal too. Um, I have the, I think it's called the five minute affirmation journal or something like that, but it talks about like five things you're grateful for, five affirmations, five goals for the day. I love that. Yeah. I got it from Amazon and it's been a game changer. I've been using it for a long time now. Leah, you probably have seen it because I had it when we lived together. I've literally had it forever, but, um, yeah, I remember that Remember it on my bed on the little Brown on the tray. (laughs) Yeah. No, I love that journal. I also um, listen to music, like you said. Therapy is a big one, too. I need to get a new therapist because I had one in Iowa. And now I need, I haven't gone to therapy since. So I definitely need to do that. Um, but I feel like that always helped me. And I don't know. I just feel like I like to just take some moment of silence for myself too and do deep breathing and like a guided meditation because that has always helped me and therapy taught me to kind of do that too because I was always anxious so deep breathing and I like to take my dog for walks because I feel like that helps me clear my head but yeah those are good ones I honestly everyone is different like I'm so glad the deep breathing thing works for you because Mm -hmm. I thought of it was a load of BS. Really? All of my therapists were like, try taking a deep breath. And I was like, this is oh, stupid. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, so when people say that, I'm, I mean, I'm like, yeah, like that will help. But if you do like a deep breathing thing, yeah. like an app, like um, I have Headspace and Calm. I have Headspace and Breathworks. But honestly, nice. when I'm like in the midst of like my anxiety, I am so stubborn that I'm like, I don't want help. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I know. And the Apple Watch. I like how Apple has a feature that you can do your breathing. Mm -hmm. I was just going to say that. That's what I do. I literally just do it on my Apple Watch. Yeah, no, I love it. Mindfulness. Yeah. And I'm like, that's such a creative idea. And I wish that more technology kind of did that or like alerted you to do that. I think there should be more self-care apps. But like it actually helps. Like it like it slows your heart rate down. You don't even realize that your heart is like beating so fast until you like stop and slow down and take a couple deep breaths. Exactly. And I feel like this sounds crazy, but another self-care thing is is my handy dandy planner I because it helps me like for the next day not be so stressed because yeah. I have like I time block. So like I say like from one to one thirty, I'm gonna like read in my book or journal or four to like 6 30 I'm going to work on homework just so I have like time that I can that I know like what I'm doing and kind of can space things out and not just be hesitant to do everything at once because I'm really bad at doing everything at once and I feel like I just get more done when I use like a planner and me and Leah both have the same planner yes the day designer this big bad boy. I'm going to put her on, on that planner because it's been the best planner I've ever gotten. It's and literally a lifesaver. Like I you can get everything down that's in your mind. Yeah. Right no, like, it's seriously the best, but we'll link it. Yeah. We will link it below because everyone has 
got to have this planner like it's been a game changer but I feel like I'm less anxious when I know what I'm doing agreed I just kind of have to know for myself like and also like being able to jot something down in your planner like I get so for my job like I get booked months in advance Mm -hmm. and so just thinking of all of these events that I have to do and all of these things I have to go to really stresses me out Mm -hmm. so when I have a planner a calendar and I write it all down day by day even that it's like okay like there's this week in between where I don't really have anything going on exactly and that's just so like reassuring and it kind of mentally prepares you yes exactly yeah but I just really like time blocking with planners I feel like that helps me a lot yeah and I love like I don't know if you guys do this but at the end of the year I love to like go back in my planners I literally keep all my planners because I love to like go back and be like oh what did I do this day like it's kind of like memories that you can like look at and go back and see and you can also also, like reaffirming like it shows how much you've gotten done yeah like you can look back and be like I'm proud of myself Mm -hmm. because I did this and this and this and you're like wow I've grown a lot I mean I don't I write down like my accomplishments and stuff like oh I got this job this day like that's such a big deal and like oh I did this photo shoot I took this many clients this week like it's Mm -hmm. just nice to look back at all of that and be like wow I really did do a lot this year yeah yeah because Mm -hmm. at the end of the year I don't know about you guys but I'm like wow what did I even do this year (laughs) you know like I'm like seriously especially this year I feel like time went by so crazy fast fast I also feel like um but going back to the mental health thing like during COVID, I feel like that was such a time of need for mental health. And I think that's when mental health got popular because a lot of people started like becoming more open about Mm -hmm. their struggles and everything. Cause I mean, COVID was a really hard time and tough on a lot of people. So I just feel like COVID kind of opened up everyone's eyes. Absolutely. And I feel like, like looking back, we kind of needed COVID to happen because I feel like we were all just like, way too focused on like big things that we needed to like slow our lives down and like focus on um what's simple and what we should be focusing on the simple life I kind of miss (laughs) quarantine I'm not gonna lie it was nice to not have any I know (laughs) I kind of think about that too like just sitting at home and doing nothing Nothing. I'm all the time like yeah. at the lake, going hiking. Like I actually had time to do all the things I love. Yeah, you see, me and Leah were in Iowa, so we <laughs> didn't have hiking <laughs> or like fun things to do like that. But um, I don't know. It just was nice to take a break from life for a little bit. Yeah. And school became online, so it was easier to cheat. <laughs> True. <laughs> You're using your resources. You're not yeah, cheating. True. Yeah, true. Using your resources. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Anything, you kind of didn't talk about your mental health journey. Do you want to talk about it? Sure. It's been kind of a doozy. <laughs> I have always struggled with my mental health literally my whole life, like from being like a toddler, I want to say. Mm-hmm. I am adopted, so I think a lot of it circles back to the separation from my bio mom, even though we didn't have a relationship. It was like, even though your brain not doesn't remember things, your body does, and that's mm-hmm. something I've really had to focus on. So I would have really bad separation anxiety, and just like growing up, I 
felt really misunderstood. I didn't really understand why or like if something was wrong with me. Mm-hmm. And that was really hard because I was homeschooled. So my mom was my teacher. We would fight all of the time. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't really, I didn't have the exposure to a lot of resources other kids would have. Mm-hmm. So I always felt like I was a bad kid. I was constantly letting my parents down. And I think that was really what kind of made me slip into the hole of depression. Mm-hmm. Probably like eighth grade, honestly. Yeah, it hits you young. Yeah. Like I, I was like, I got went through a lot of depression times and stuff during like middle school and a lot of high school. Yeah. So I dealt with like, I don't know if I was necessarily like suicidal, but yeah, I was attention seeking. Mm-hmm. I would self-harm. I would do all of the things just to try and get someone to be like, are you okay? Exactly. No, like, <laughs> like yeah. I promise I'm not just acting out. I just don't know like what's wrong with me. You just wanted someone to like be there to yeah. like, talk to. And yeah. so all throughout high school, I really struggled too. It was hard for me to like keep friends. I didn't, I always felt different. And my freshman year of college, I had suffered from a TBI so I had to do a lot of like mental therapy physical therapy stuff to kind of rebuild back from that and that's also when I got my diagnosis of ADHD Mm -hmm. which was why school was so hard for me and yeah as a kid it's like you just can't focus on like one thing at all and that's Mm -hmm. really hard when you're young because those are like your foundations you have to learn how to do those things Mm -hmm. and so that kind of gave me peace of mind as to why I was struggling so badly and then yeah this year I officially got like my PTSD my depression anxiety all of those and so I'm finally medicated I'm finally like I have something to work off of and I think that really gave me hope obviously still have bad days it's obviously still hard but mentally you but feel... mentally I feel like I'm working on it which yeah. makes me feel a lot better good 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 yeah and I'm sure a lot of people like listening to this and everything they can relate to that but I I just think it needs to be talked about more and promoted more because it's a big issue and if you think about a lot of things that go on in this world it's like mental health is like probably the problem like mental like you hear about shootings and stuff and it's like okay well were they like medica- medicated were they like mentally aware like I don't know there's just so much that goes on that mental health definitely needs to be like recognized and implemented more into yeah. the I- judicial system and everything because I feel like a lot of people ignore it and it needs to be like a thing And at younger ages now, too, kids are being exposed to the entire world because they have Mm -hmm. unlimited access to everything online. Yeah. And also social media. Cyberbullying. It's starting at, like, ages 9, 10, 11. We're seeing suicides as young as, like, 7, 8 years old. That Mm -hmm. is insane to me. Yeah. Which is why I am so passionate about sharing my story, Mm -hmm. pushing this conversation onto anyone, really. Yeah. Like, we just need to know how important it is. Yeah. Yeah exactly like we need to keep talking about it because it's it's real like we're struggling with it and and everyone's struggling you know Mm -hmm. it's not just like us like no people need to be more open about it and I feel like a lot of people hide it it's like okay now's the time to like talk about it and really open up about it so and if we keep talking about it then it's just gonna make it easier and easier for like future generations like We don't want them to struggle the way that we did. And so we got to just keep talking about it and be kind to one another. 
Yeah, and I hope someday, like, our kids are, like, our in a better generation. Be in mm-hmm. a, if everyone in our generation is willing to be as vocal about it forever mm-hmm. as they are now, I think the generation after us, our kids, our grandkids, mm-hmm. I think they will have more of an understanding about it and more of, like, an openness and willing to talk about it. But it's really, like, on us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're moving in the right direction, but we still have a long ways to go. Exactly. And I feel like our generation has been kind of like, we've seen change so much with like the Black Lives Matter movement. Like it starts with like 9-11. That's the exactly. And I feel like like we have been through a generation of so much that we are knowledgeable. And if we bring mental health into the mix, like we could really do something great with it. But it's all about opening up and being like vocal about it. Yeah, and not being afraid to stand up for yourself and others when you see harm being done. And I think that's why social media is so powerful. Mm -hmm. And obviously, if it's in the wrong hands, it's powerful in a bad way. Yeah. But if the right people are using their voices for the right things, that message is going to get spread Mm -hmm. and things are going to, there's going to be an end to all of this negativity. Yeah. And I just feel like social media can be a good thing or a really bad thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've just been, I hear all the time about like kids like getting cyberbullied so much that they end their lives. And it's just like, why is, why are we taking social media to that extent? Like wake Cancel up, like, like- <laughs> I know. And it's just like a lot that goes on. You breathe the wrong way and you're getting attacked in your comment section. Exactly. Like- <laughs> or like people, like I see like influencers and I like read their comments sometimes and it's just like, why do you look like that? Or like, what's wrong with your nose? It's just like, why are you picking someone? People are just so nasty through a screen, but like they're not going to do anything. Yeah. And then if you go to their profile, they have like no followers or like no profile picture. It's just like, you can't just hide behind a screen. Like, yeah, exactly. But I really hope social media changes for the better because I feel like on TikTok, I always see like gossip and stuff about, and it's just like, I wish social media was used better. But I do like that there's a lot of mental health accounts. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I follow a lot of them. Yes. And I love um, at Dear My Anxiety. Yes, I've seen that one. Um, I can't think of the name. Oh, Arlo Barking is just yeah, sorry my favorite thing ever. My dog. Um, the Mayfair group is oh, a yes. great group. Um, they always post like so many things on their Instagram. And they also make clothes. Lonely Ghost. She has such a good message behind so many of her products. Yes, I agree. And that's, like, what I want my store to be. I want it to, like, go, like, change maybe how someone thinks. Or, like, wearing something, like, people can see and be like, oh, I never thought of it that way. Like, just to kind of change things. But I definitely wanted to do something towards mental health. Um, I don't know. There's just so many we'll make a list of some good accounts and put it in the notes, but I don't know. I just love when people say like nine things you need to hear today. Like one of those, I can't Uh remember what account it is, but it's like my favorite account on Instagram. And it's like nine things you need to hear today. And it will like go through and like, kind of like uplift you if you had a hard day. And I don't know about you, but when I see one of those and I'm having a tough day, it's just like, wow, that like, that really made me feel better in a way so Leah do you have one thing to say to people that they need to hear today um I just think 
it's okay, like not to be okay. And like, it's okay to have multiple passions and it's okay to put yourself like before others. Um, we just, we can't burn ourselves out. So we need to just take care of ourselves and be kind to everyone. That's like the biggest thing that I wanted to get across today. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And it can be as simple as like even holding the door for someone, like just to be like, just do simple things for people. Yeah. Like just be kind. Exactly. And you never know what someone is going through. Someone could be, have like lost a parent or had a really bad week at work. And it's just like doing something so small can really impact and make someone's day. And I just feel like the world needs that right now. Mm -hmm. And I, like I'm always willing if anyone this goes for you guys this goes for anyone listening if anyone needs someone to even talk to like I'm always open to talk yeah, to people yes me too I just feel like somebody might need that and I'm there and you guys are there so it's always good to have someone to talk to even if you don't want to talk just exactly and since it, out. it helps too if it's yeah. someone you don't know yeah, yeah. Exactly. And it just helps that like to know people that are open for conversation. Cause I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I'm like, should I even like talk about this? Yeah. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, so knowing that someone is there to talk to, I also worked for, um, I volunteered for a little bit in college during like COVID and stuff for a suicide hotline service. And, um, I just learned so much from that and yeah. like just having like someone reach out and like have like he- having them hear you listen to them like really comforted them and they needed that at the time. Yeah I volunteered for a crisis line and it honestly like just being there for people made such a big difference. Yeah. You didn't even have to say anything half the time mm-hmm. just knowing that they're being heard and honestly I applaud those people for yeah. knowing and accepting that they're hurting because that's like the first step to like getting better. Yes. You got to admit that there's a problem and like, that's the first step and it only gets better from there. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad that we have resources like that too. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. Is, well, you can even just like text nowadays, yeah. like mm-hmm. text or call like, and just talk to someone and they don't even know who you are, yeah. but you're sharing your story. And I feel like And if anyone's interested in volunteering for like a phone call hotline or the text hotline, those are real people. You can find that online. I can put the link for the crisis line below. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. all of your information is protected. Um, No one will ever know like it's you they're talking to. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a really good way to help if you're in a good mindset for that. Yeah, and it sometimes makes me wonder, like, with therapy, like, would it have gone online if COVID didn't happen? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we needed that time so these advancements could happen because you kind of think about it and you're like, well, would better help have been a thing? (laughs) No, (laughs) not really. But I always wonder about that. I'm like, if better help, if COVID didn't happen, would better help? I always hear ads about better help, so that's why I thought of it. Which is great, but I mean, did COVID have to become a thing for it to happen? (laughs) I think so. Yeah. I really think that's a wrap for this week. Um, Leah, do you have anything you want to add? 
I don't think so. I think we covered a lot of good stuff today. I'm really glad that we were able to talk about mental health. It's so important. So thank you so much. Yeah. You on here with us. Yes. Awesome. Thank you for having me. And this will not be the last time you'll hear from Leah. She'll be (laughs) a regular guest. Yes. Stay tuned. Stay (laughs) tuned and make sure you go and follow Leah. Leah, do you want to plug yourself with your Instagram? Honestly, I don't even know what my handle is. <laughs> Hang on. I think, it's, I think I know it. Isn't it Leah Holt um, underscore? Yeah, I just can't remember if the underscore is first or last. It's last. Yep. So it's Leah Holt underscore. I know it. Wow, Leah. Um, I know your name Everyone go you follow did. Leah. And <laughs> that is it for today. Again, thank you so much for listening, and thank you to Leah for joining us on the pod. If you guys need anyone to reach out to, we are always here for you. You can DM us on Instagram, on our personal accounts, or the Poolside account, which is at Poolside Confessions. And we will also be sharing confessions question boxes there for you guys to submit for the next week's pod. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye.